0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to this uh, new episode of Shaws and Kings. It's your boy, Shaheen, out here with Keith and Weapon X. And uh, today we decided to talk about guns. And uh, I'm going to let uh, Keith lead a discussion today. Go ahead.
1: All right. So we're going to be talking about not just guns, but the Second Amendment in general, what it means to each of us, um, self-defense and you know issues and things regarding it, and uh, see where we go from there. So, Darnoosh, uh, how about you start us off with a discussion? Because you usually don't end up starting us off.
2: <laughs> Neither do you.
1: <laughs> right, but I've done it a couple times now. So,
2: All right. Well, I mean, the Second Amendment is basically, um, from my understanding, the right to bear arms and uh, to be able to have those arms just in case uh, things get out of hand in this country in layman's terms.
0: I think so what the founders meant was we're literally allowed to kill bears and keep their arms. I think. Oh wow! I think it's. That's I think long. it's yes. I th- I think this whole conversation has has been misconstrued.
1: We're allowed um, to have hairy clawed arms. That's the whole. To defend that's the ourselves.
0: whole point of it. Yep. Yes. There you yes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, man.
2: Yeah, and uh I mean. It's a topic of discussion. I thought that we should all be discussing because given a lot of the talk that we've had lately about things like, you know, post elections or even pre elections, things like, you know, rights for individuals. I think this is a pretty important one to cover in terms of, you know, what could happen in the event that certain, uh, dominoes fall in this country, so to speak. And, um, and where it is that um, these rights uh, would apply and uh, whether or not uh, uh, there are people that are opposed to them, obviously, whether or not they have some sort of um, those, um, those thoughts, those um, ideals have some sort of merit versus the idea of actually bearing guns as they're stated in the Second Amendment. So, mm-hmm.
1: And I, I'll just say, like, when I look at the Second Amendment, I don't even consider it about guns. I consider it just about the natural right of self-defense and your abilities to do that with any tools you want to.
2: Basically. Right, weapons.
1: Right, exactly. Be so there like, your
2: hands or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: your hands, blades, hammers, whatever the hell you want to use, you know. Um, and,
2: hey
1: man, if you can make it and, and wield it. You've got it. <laughs> if you're worthy, then that, fair game, fair game um Touché. i do i do kind of draw the line at like tactical nukes i don't think every civil civilian should have those but oh, uh tyrant, you tyrants. I know right i'm terrible i know um my whole thing is like there's the you know shall not be infringed right that's the the line of the constitution right so the fact that people are trying to do that and it's literally written down that you're like don't fucking do that um it's kind of ridiculous at this point like the fact that the Supreme Court doesn't even uphold any of that shit, like they just let it slide, um, is kind of ridiculous. When they're supposed to be the ones interpreting and like providing that the Constitution is actually followed, um, like for me personally, obviously, like I own gu- I own a gun, and I plan on getting more. Um, I I'm not like somebody who's like you know everyone should be able to get any type of gun or launcher or whatever the hell like. I believe in background checks and, you know, mental health, you know, if you're fucking insane or have some issue, maybe you shouldn't be getting a gun. But aside from that, I think people should be able to own most other things provided they pass those. Um, I think the magazine limit thing is horse shit. It doesn't actually solve anything. People can get as many magazines as they want. It doesn't limit your ammo. Um, Limiting the types of weapon you can use also doesn't make any sense because people who are criminals or who are going to commit crimes or terrorist attacks aren't going to give a shit about what your laws are they're just going to fucking do them um and if you don't have the capability or the same level of technology in order to fight them you're fucked um so depending on what state you're in in this country you know you're less able to defend yourself and i think that's shitty so
2: all Over right. Y'all. Well, let me take it. Let me take it one step further. I mean, not necessarily a step further, but just uh, just want to get your opinion on something because I know it's come up. Actually, legitimately, it's come up in a couple of discussions I've had with coworkers regarding this, and some of them happen to be gun enthusiasts themselves. But um, how do you feel about limiting um, the distribution of automatic versus se- um, semi-automatic versus non-automatic? In terms of uh, state laws that say where some states will allow you to have an automatic weapon, some won't, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Ah, so that brings us to another point, too, with uh, pistol permits and your license to carry, right? So my Connecticut pistol permit and license to carry does not translate to me being able to carry in other states, right? It's not like a driver's license. And honestly, I think it should be. Um, especially when Connecticut has such strict laws about it already, and you have to pat, pass all this shit and pay all this money just to be able to own and operate one legally, at least. Um, I could always go to the Motel Six and get a gun for free, but you know that's different. That's a different story. Um, as far as restrictions on semi-auto versus automatic, I think once you pass a background check, it's nobody's fucking business what you own. That's up to you. What you what you decide you need personally to defend yourself or your family or your community, regardless. I think that's that's up to you entirely. Um, that being said, yeah, maybe you not everyone needs a grenade launcher. Maybe you should get special access to things like that, where it's like anything that has a collateral damage aspect to it, where you're not gonna just kill the intended target of your defense. I think that's a different story, but if you're using a gun, one bullet fires at one target. Less collateral damage than me blowing up a room with a grenade launcher. You know what I mean? It's kind of, to me, it's common sense, but I, don't, I mean, some people think you should be able to own like everything, you know, like everyone needs a personal cruise missile. I don't think that's necessary, but you know, <laughs> that's just me. They'll probably call me a communist just for saying that, but it's all right. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean, I, consider myself like a pro-gun progressive mm. uh i that think means you're not a progressive man don't you know, you know Come on. to be honest, to be honest <laughs> with you one of the one re- of the reason why why this conversation uh, annoys me and, and not this specific conversation we're having like on right now mm. the second but in the, in the general narrative is i think like the i think the idea has just been misconstrued and um because i call myself a second amendment progressive but or or a pro gun progressive, but I would honestly argue that like a majority of people on you know who vote blue at every two or four years or six years are mm-hmm. pretty pro gun. It's even like the politicians. Like I mean, like I think this idea that like the the one party trying to get rid of your guns is it, just a complete fabrication. I mean, I I, I think there are people who yeah i mean i have heard maybe one person on twitter maybe two like say yeah maybe maybe we should like get rid of the second amendment but for the most part i think it's just that that theme is overhyped and like even in connecticut like where we have tough gun laws i mean like you know like when when the whole sandy hook shooting happened like governor malloy at the time like he didn't ban the guns (laughs) Like, like i'm saying like and or like uh so i mean that's just like one issue i have like, oh but overall like yeah i, I believe uh i but you know especially like you know i was inspired by what malcolm x was saying um in regards to racism and like you know the black man has the right to defend himself um especially in a country where they're targeted and mm. uh i i specifically or i i became more pro-gun when um when donald trump started running for president <laughs> uh just because i realized yeah yeah and like and when he started like you know on like hate crimes towards a minority community started rising and Mm -hmm. uh when especially like you know me specifically because i have a platform too and you know you have people who don't like your opinions and i i can't you know i especially with the iranian community I would advocate that we learn self-defense and not just necessarily owning a gun, but, right. you know, learning, you know, you know, taking some type of martial art with me was uh Krav Maga. I took a couple of years of that. And um, so you're pro-Israel now, right? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I, I wouldn't.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, Different that can funny. of worms. Different yes, can yes, of worms. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, <laughs> no, you but- know, it
2: really, Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I, <laughs> no, no, I was, I was, I, no, I mean, that's a, that was a good joke. But um, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, um, you know, the, I, I think it's not, it's not really a black and white issue, um, like you know, I'm, I'm for pistol permits. Um, I, I, I think the problem is sometimes though it could be like a slippery slope, like shall not be infringed, right? So again, like you, you yourself said, well maybe we shouldn't have, maybe we, maybe we don't need to own like grenade launchers. Right. Uh, Right. But again, like some might say that, like you saying that some couldn't interpret that as like you're infringing or me owning grenades or rocket launchers. And, you know, like some people have this argument, like, what if the government gets like really tyrannical and stuff? Okay, but on on you know like and I think that could apply to like some countries more than others. like you could argue that like that if if Iranians had access to weapons, right, if they had access to guns, maybe these Ayatollahs wouldn't be around for as long as they have been right. But at the same time, I, I, I fear that in America, the people who say that, uh, the people who make that argument like, uh, let's you know overthrow tyrannical governments don't really, come from the same reality where we live in, in terms of like the, you know, like those people were the types of people who like stormed the Michigan, uh, Congress, you know, the Michigan Senate or, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they wanted to plan like televised executions and like kill the Michigan government there publicly on television. Right. And just because like she believed in like a mask mandate and like, you know, maybe like temporarily closing down businesses, until we get the pandemic under control. Now I know like, you know, you can have your opinion on like on, you know, the planned shutdown, you know, the 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 pandemic shutdowns and stuff. Like but at the same time I I wouldn't really consider that as like the type of tyranny that would call for militia groups to come and do televised executions, right? Or something I want to ask those people is like, okay, like not not those militia groups, but just people who, in, who in general say like, we need to overthrow governments with these guns. If that happens, like, all right, well, if, gov- if hypothetically, if Donald Trump were to steal the election by, you know what I mean? Somehow, mm-hmm. if you're able to do it, would these same people do something? You know what I mean? That's that. Well, like, yeah, That's, that is.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, first of all, those people may or may, it sounds like you're implying they're probably Trump supporters, of those kind of people. I'm
0: implying that like, are you actually against government tyranny or are you just, because then I guess like, then you have to define like, what, what are you, what is government
1: tyranny? What is government tyranny
0: to you? Because like, if, if the government like tries to force a law saying like gays aren't allowed to be married, I mean, like to me, like that's tyranny. Are you going to, are you going to go out into the streets with guns or, or I guess it becomes confusing. Mm -hmm. Right. Because again, like if you're a gun owner, Um, And then let's say, hypothetically, you were there when George Floyd was being killed. And then you decided to be like a vigilante and then kill the cops who were killing George Floyd. I mean, are you morally? Were you morally justified to do it? I mean, I would say yes. But uh, I mean, I feel like legally that could that just has a lot of slippery slopes. Because then, like, then the cops will be legal, like, like, the cops who survived will be legally obligated to shoot you back now. And it's just going to, I don't know, like, where you, it's, it's, it's tricky. Mm -hmm. For me, it's,
1: it comes down to, I think, anything you're using, whether it's, you know, we were talking about martial arts a little bit, um, whether it's martial arts, a knife, a gun, anything that you are going to actually use to defend yourself or others. First of all, obviously understand what circumstances you can actually use it in. Right. I mean, to a certain extent, even if the laws are uh, kind of infringing on it, you have to kind of have a certain moral compass to you where like, you know what the right situation is to use a certain tool to get your desired outcome. Right. Like, and everyone who does own those things or is trained in martial arts also knows through your training with that you know how to use that to the best of your ability right so like if you're a skilled martial artist you're not going to murder like kill punch someone in the throat and break their esophagus you know what i mean like yeah that's not what you're going to do to disable somebody unless you're a freaking idiot um you're going to restrain them in some way choke them out submit them in some way you're not trained so that, to you're, kill. so that you're not murdering them right yeah the same thing applies to i mean knives are a little different because everyone's going to get cut in a knife fight but with yeah. guns right i think you have an obligation to be trained with that tool once you own it right. right that's why that's why i go to the range right like but there's
0: also like laws that require you to, to like to take courses right Like, you have to nope. know how to use it that's i
1: think that's part of the problem honestly i think if you're going to have things like background checks, you should also have a certain requirement where you have a certain level of training with that firearm. So there are, you know, there are pistol training courses, there are rifle training courses all over the place. Right. Um, And that's like, if you just buy a certain tool that you're, you're not really sure how to use it, and then you go into a situation where you actually need it, you're a liability. You're not, you're not going to be useful in that situation. You know, you're probably going to be more of a danger than the person who's causing the shit. Um,
2: no, I agree with that. I agree with having to have uh, certain courses, uh, certain criteria, a curriculum, if you will, for being able to, excuse me, being able to bear arms. Because if you look at it this way, we don't have those same laws or in the same sense for something like martial arts. Right. But yeah. with martial arts, you have stages and levels. They give you your belts and you have your levels where which you attain and so forth that lets you know that you're at a certain level. Once you're at that certain level, there's a certain understanding and acknowledgement that at some point you realize now that your hands are, quote unquote, lethal weapons. And you have yeah. a responsibility in the way that you use them because you know you now can kill with these hands. But at the same time, you know what those repercussions are. Say somebody were to get in a fight and they killed somebody in an accident for hitting them on the throat. Now they wouldn't be thrown in prison, but since you actually now have the knowledge and know-how to, to use those hands as weapons, you're held to a different account, level of accountability. They, they will go to court. They'll say your hands are lethal weapons. You were supposed to know, have known what you were doing, and the, the law will adjust accordingly in terms of how they, um, you know, they uh, pass their judgment against you um, in terms of you know what you did, the crime, and so forth. The guns should be the same guns. You should be able to go through a level where there is training, where they teach you precision. They teach you how to handle one, how to disarm one and so forth. So that once you are able to have these guns, which you should legally be able to, in my opinion um, at the same time, now they're also being held at accountability. Not only are you teaching people how to use them responsibly, but if they don't, now you're holding them accountable. Say, you are trained to use a gun and you're a military guy. And the law says, for example, if someone robs your house. Um, like if they're attacking you, yeah, you can have the the ability to kill. But say they're, they're not lethal and they don't have a weapon and you shoot them, for example, then at least maybe you shoot them in the leg or you shoot them in the arm or you disarm them to the point where they can't fight back, but you're not taking their life. And um, if that's the case, then you know, maybe we'd have a lot less people that are mentally unstable or probably shouldn't be carrying guns. And those that are carrying guns, will be able to use them responsibly. And if they're not, at that point, we can hold them accountable. And there is very little excuse to uh, the repercussions and the consequences for that when they don't.
1: Right. I I do disagree with one point of that, which is shooting, like shooting arms and legs, like it sounds like, you know, John, John Wick thing to do. But realistically, if you shoot someone in the legs, you're going to hit their femoral artery. They're going to bleed out right there. Like center mass, even though, you know, there are organs and everything, that's actually the best place to be as safe as possible to hit somebody in general. Because you have major arteries in your arms and legs that if somebody hits that with a bullet, they're dead in like 30 seconds.
2: No, understood that too. I mean, that would where training would be to come in. See, a person like me wasn't completely knowledgeable of that. Whereas if someone is trained and they know, they're not going to be aiming for certain organs like that.
1: That's why like legally, if you aim for the head, you're, you're more liable, like, because obviously you're aiming to kill them, right? If you're shooting somebody in center mass, it's disabling the target. It's not meant to necessarily kill.
0: Now, what if like you have no like military or police training, you're just like a normal citizen. And again, like someone breaks into your house and I mean, again, it's tricky because your emotional state of mind when someone breaks into your house is even if you're armed if there there is an element of fear and panic and mm. adrenaline going through your veins and what whatnot right and i feel like you, i don't know if you're really thinking okay where, where am i legally allowed to shoot oh no you're, you're just probably just, gonna
1: sh- you're probably just gonna shoot them but if they can prove that it's intentional in court that you shot them in the head then you're and, fucked. and, I,
0: and I think again yeah, that's yeah. the tricky that's the tricky part now um You know, back to this topic of like what we can own, because again, we're talking about okay, like no one can have a grenade launcher. Well, I think we can agree. Well, yeah,
1: I wouldn't say nobody can own them. I just think there should be a more extensive process for owning one than necessarily like a
0: regular gun. Well, I I think you know, with grenade launchers, unless you're like General Mattis, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) I, I mean, ex military
1: people can own basically. Any gun that they wanted to, if they, if, I don't know if they're allowed to still bring them back, but I know like back in the day, you used to just be, be able to bring back whatever guns,
2: um, it's a certain level of clearance, you know. It's like, yeah, anybody can out. drive a tank, legitimately, probably anyone could drive a tank, but you still have to have a certain level of criteria to be able to operate right.
1: it. And I think that, that, that goes that back tricky. to the training argument, right? But yeah,
0: even that's tricky too, because if you come back from war and you have post you know, you have a you know, PTSD, ah. Uh, you know what I mean, and then yeah, you, yeah, you still have the same gun that you killed people with back in in Iraq. Uh, mm-hmm. That I don't know, like I just see that as problematic. Um Right, but that's why you have
1: the mental health screening, right? Because m- most people still don't come back with PTSD. It's like probably, you know, I don't remember the right. exact statistic, but it's like fifteen to twenty percent. It's not everyone who comes back.
0: But that's a big number still, fifteen. It's to still, 20%. I mean, it's
1: still pretty. I mean, I don't know if that's even the right act. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just here, but. It's not like eighty percent. It's not like eighty percent of people who come back from war. Have right. PTSD, right. It's different. It's not. I
0: just. Um, I guess like I, I try to see it as like, you know, um, like I like I said, like I agree in owning it. You know, well, certain weapons and stuff that I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I what I'm more fearful of is like you know the slippery slopes, uh, and. Mm-hmm. things that have occurred like we you know america does have unique issues like we you know w- the uk doesn't have mass shootings like we do i mean like yeah i'm sure there's been incidents maybe once in a blue moon uh yeah i like france
1: Well, the difference the difference in the uk and like france and stuff is the people just dr- run over people they don't use guns most of the time
2: or yeah, you, they're they're more they're more inclined to use knives. There's a use, lot of bo- they
1: use bombs. The they use knives. They use they use cars more often than anything else.
0: Right, and like, right. But I guess like, yes, they. I yes, I remember a few years ago there mm. was like that bomb in an Ariana Grande concert, and yeah, mm. like there have been knife attacks. But I, you know, like that Adam Lanza dude killed how many people that day? Twenty six. Um, Twenty six people, yet You, it's hard to do that with a knife. Like, I mean, like unless, like, I'm. I feel like you can't, running into a crowd of. I mean, running into a school and killing, killing, and injuring plus twenty six people with a knife. I think it's pretty hard to do, unless the people just put their hands not, up and allow well, you to do I it. I mean,
1: not to not to get too like fucked about it, but I mean, if you're killing twenty kids and six teachers. With a knife that's probably not too difficult for a grown man just you know
2: I well even like, so we're talking about arms when we again go right. back to what keith said about the second amendment it could be in any weapon so maybe it you is, can't yeah. stab 26 people but you certainly could throw a molotov cocktail in an explosive place and blow up 100 people
1: right and like with um mass shootings right you know what percentage of gun deaths that occurs every year is from mass shootings of all gun deaths in a year, in any given year, on average, are from mass shootings. Almost all of them, I think it's something like 93%, are just handgun attacks in, you know, major cities mostly, you know? So that's pistols. It's not even rifles. Rifles account for a really small amount of actual gun deaths in the country.
0: I guess no i mean that's a good point i and i guess like in the u.s it's a very tricky problem to solve because guns have always been here Mm -hmm. but um i guess like the question then becomes i I mean i don't really know how we can fix the gun problem we have in in america because i feel like it's already spread out throughout the country and and it's easy to
1: get a gun illegally it's, it's easy real, to get one you know, legally, exactly. and I
0: would I would argue ele- – legally and illegally, I would argue they're both relatively easier to get. Um, yeah, but,
1: le- I mean, legally is harder just because you need to have a background check in – I mean, most states, you need some kind of – they at least look you up in police databases. They don't necessarily have, like, a full screening of you, but um, – right. Like, I know in, the, like in Connecticut, when I went to get mine, right, it took, like, I don't know, a week or two for me to get my screening shit. That they go through like all police departments, the CIA, the FBI, probably they fucking the Interpol. CIA. Like wow, I, I well, I mean, they go through like every uh database basically that they can to look you up beforehand, mm-hmm. right? Just to okay. make sure, because who knows? I might be like a arms dealer for the IRA. You never know. Um, it's just
2: one of those things by that by they way, hope- not. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of those cans of worms that get uh, opened up that you just can't close. It's like Pandora's box in a way. You really can't probably completely solve the problem. Let's just be realistic um, unless you're taking some really, really extreme forcible measures. But by the laws of this country, so forth, we can't really solve the problem. What we can do is take preventative measures to kind of restrict it. It's like, uh, I know it's not the same thing, but it's like having catching HIV, right? You can't, uh, we haven't found a way to eliminate M- HIV officially, but um, we can take prevent- preventative measures, you know, we can have safe sex and so forth with guns. It's like, yeah, we probably can't take all the guns off the streets. Let's be realistic. There'll probably be gang wars and slews of people that'll be out there fighting for the right to bear arms illegally or illegally on the streets. And there would probably be a, a little gunfight over it, but... I mean, with things like psych evaluation, again, coming back to from war, there should be more efficient psych evaluation, going back to even something we were talking about weeks earlier, the BLM movement, and you know, the way that cops are trained, even cops should have stricter and more um, efficient training, because like you you mentioned about in the example that we were talking about, about someone breaking in your home, Shane, a regular person may not be held accountable, they'll just panic. We don't expect cops to do that. But they are people too. And in that same situation, they may do that. Now, um, you know, I'm not making excuses for all cops that have broke the law. Believe me, I think I've made my stance clear on how I feel about cops. But in this sense, um, you know, I can imagine somebody fresh out of training or isn't continually receiving training or psych evaluations throughout the years to uh, keep track of their continual mental development or Degregation, depending on what it is Um, um, in that case, how are we to know that somebody who was fit or sane at some point to sane enough to conduct these duties or efficiently use these weapons is in that same mental state. Now, we really need to follow up with people and, and it should be like renewing a license. Go every few years. Go every few years. Get yourself psych evaluated. See if you're fit to carry these guns. And if you are, then you can still bear that right. But it's like people who commit crimes. You give up certain rights once you've committed that crime and you've been convicted. So um, with these measures, you reduce it. But again, I mean, you, you, like we discussed over and over through this conversation, you can get them illegally. There's nothing I can do if some um, kid decides to illegally obtain, or maybe even Jack has illegally obtained firearm from their parents that were being irresponsible. But I can at least um, prevent people that um, are currently slipping through the cracks, like people who do have progressively worsening PTSD that are not being evaluated from carrying these guns.
1: Right. And with, I mean, as far as like training and stuff like that and psych evals, right? Like there's something that came out I think it was last year where forty percent, something like 40% of all police officers polled were domestic abusers. 40%. Right. Those people still are allowed to carry guns every day, right? Yeah. Um, they're allowed to do, well, essentially within the law, whatever they want to, as long as they can justify it as a police officer, right? That's fucking terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: fucking terrible. And I mean, we did talk about this before, but if anything, police need more, first of all, more training, because a lot of them barely get any, like you'll go to the academy. And then I think they get something on average of like two hours of additional training any given year. That's not enough time to actually master your weapon, master any skills um, to really know what you're doing to the extent that you should with a job that's so intensive and involves you interacting with the public in that fashion, right? And as far as, like, psychovals, psychologically, the, here, here's the, another problem, right? Like, we can say, like, insane <sighs> people shouldn't be allowed to have guns or do these certain things, but there isn't actually a definition for sanity psychologically either.
0: <laughs> now, I mean, now we're just, I mean, that's the... <laughs> yeah,
1: well, so, yeah. So that, so that uh, it just opens up another can of worms, like, who is sane? Well, I don't consider either. people with PTSD
2: um, insane. They just have right. an instability, but they still probably shouldn't have guns either.
1: <laughs> right. And I think it, I mean, it probably depends on the like severity the of level. it, I would say. Yes. Because, um, I mean, not everyone has a similar experience with PTSD. I mean, some people who have car crashes have PTSD and they might be fine owning a gun. Um, Absolutely. You know, stuff like that. But, um, you know, like if we get, like Shaheen was saying, you know, certain people who think there's been infringements, right? They might not necessarily be correct in that it's you know steps taken to protect the public that they see as a violation of their rights and then they're going into places with guns but right i just
0: think unfortunately with like reality for like you know this country furthering this path of living in different realities unfortunately mm-hmm. i see more and more of that happening yeah
1: um, well would- what i was going to say is like imagine a certain person takes power we can use trump as an example right Imagine if he had said, if you hold these certain political beliefs, you are now mentally unstable and unable to own a gun based on those beliefs, right?
0: But I feel like, in that, if that, if that, yes, but I feel like the only reason why that would like trigger like a lot of his supporters is only because of that specific issue. But if he were to say, like, from now on, we're just not allowing Muslims into this country and we're also gonna like mm. um, force Muslims to live a certain way. With those second amendment people right. where are they now you know what i mean it's like so it, it's just i mean i mean we can't speak
1: for them either right i mean i'm sure there's sp- there's so, probably some of them that are completely fine like there's, there seems to be an assumption sometimes with like white second amendment supporters and like people assume that they don't support minorities owning guns and i think that's wrong
0: because it's just they're like the most vocal about it. And they're also like the very they most, yeah. they're they're okay. also very likely to like go out in public with like holding an AR-15 in a protest for no re- like no reason, you know, they, they just, like, it, it's just like, we're just going to like stand outside the Michigan state capitol. Like we're going to storm in, you know, mm. and <laughs> holding AR-15s and demand uh, Governor, what's her name? Like Whitmer to Whitmer, like, yeah. to like,
2: Get so rid resign, of this right? mat.
0: until, yeah, like that's yeah. just because they don't like her mask mandate. Like, I, I, like, if this was Iran, I would understand. Um, but it's not, and mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and more and every day that passes, I am getting concerned that we're we could be heading down that path because, especially with the last three Supreme Court justices that Trump. Was lucky enough to put in, like you know, and and they're kind of like they're we're kind of approaching a more theocratic right wing state, uh. And again, to me, like I view that as tyranny. But would those same people who went and who went to Michigan, uh, like would they stand up? Would they march to the Supreme Court, and like, and say, "Hey, Amy Coney Barrett, we're watching you," you know? Like, I, I mean. You would hope so, but also
1: if those, the problem is, right? I mean, it's not really a problem, but just the way our country is, we're so so big, so diverse. Everyone lives different ways. Everyone has different ideas about how things should be run, how things should be done. Um, I didn't mean to make that rhyme. I apologize for that. Um, the uh, <laughs> You're gonna have some people who, you know, a certain thing to them is an infringement. Other people are like, oh no, it's completely fine. Like I'm totally for that. and especially if those people in michigan right if they have never had anyone tell them that they have to live a certain way do a certain things a certain way in order to yeah function as a state then anything you tell them that does that is going to look like an infringement to them when it's really like a public safety measure
0: yeah it's not but that's an issue too like i i mean that's i mean that like that goes beyond the second amendment debate that just goes on to like I don't know, because like, our, I mean, on one hand, like I, I, I'm an, indi- I consider myself an individualist, but at the same time, I believe, you know, we live in a society, we live in, we, we do pay taxes, whether you think it's theft or not. Uh, Like, you know, we do, we all it's pay It's actually taxes. extortion, but go on. We, 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 <laughs> we all pay, like, there's, there's some type of redistribution of wealth to an extent, no matter how capitalist we are as a society. And uh, there's, I mean, there's a society at the end of the day, there's a social contract and do you have to mm-hmm. there has to be some measures put in for the good of the common good the common state um and i'm i mean i'm not again i'm not a big government guy by any means like i said i play assassin's creed man <laughs> you know like <laughs> but uh, but uh yeah yeah i mean i don't know maybe this is going beyond like guns now and beyond self-defense like because we're now we're just talking about masks and public safety measures like that but right but
1: it it relates i mean it's fine we're not gonna
0: we're not too yeah. far off
1: topic um, no
0: I, I i just think it's like annoying and man more like these people you know like where they think that like putting on a mask when you go to walmart is like the equivalent of like mandatory hijab in iran and uh right yeah and it's not
1: yeah at all yeah it's not um <laughs>
2: yeah that's hilarious I mean, I don't know how you could uh, even make the correlation, but I do understand how those people's mind works because they're sitting here because they've had all this quote unquote freedom all this time. And now that you're actually telling them they can't do something, regardless of it being for, you know, the safety of the public, they go, no, you, you, we, uh we have rights. We have this. And, you know, yeah. it just comes down to that. It's like, I don't know. The situation is apples and origins. One is religious oppression, and the other one, someone t- telling you you can't do something because you might be harming somebody by not mm-hmm. doing it.
1: Right, and that I mean for me, it comes back to the same thing. With like, you can live however you want to as long as you're not infringing on other people's right to do the same. You not wearing a mask is infringing on other people's right potentially to live in general because you could be spreading right. a virus. Right. Right. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's just that's how I view it. I don't I don't know how you cannot. Right. I mean.
0: That's because not- other because it, it it all comes down to like misinformation where it's like, well, because there's one argument you say, okay, like I I choose not to wear a mask, and if I get sick and die, that's on me, right? From an individual standpoint. But the problem right. is it is it's no longer it's about not. you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. and like you, you know where I'm going with this. So I guess I, and I think like you, 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 you raise a good point where you say like freedom to do this, as long as it doesn't hurt other people. Well, you know, mm-hmm. like you choosing not to wear a mask, uh, you're, you know, you are potentially infringing on other people's rights and shit.
2: Right. So, I mean, they'll go back to say, you know, same example, like. If you were somebody that had HIV, right, and you unwillingly spread it to somebody, then that's and you and that's becomes apparent that's something different. But if you're willingly spread it knowingly that you have it and just didn't disclose it to your partner, that's actually committed, considered a count of murder. So yeah. now you bring it back to spreading a disease. Now, if you didn't know you had COVID and it was just this willy dilly thing that was whatever, fine then you probably couldn't be held accountable for it. You're just thinking that you're holding yourself to like, um, again, if it happens to me, it happens to me, I die, who cares? But you willingly know that you may kill somebody by not wearing a mask. Now, I'm not saying that, that making a debate on whether you should be held as, to the same accountability as you know sp- knowingly spreading HIV, that's a different discussion. But you are knowingly spreading something. Now it's no longer about you. You are infringing on someone's rights same way you would in that situation. And I think that's how people need to be educated. And that's how it needs to be broken down for them. I get that some people will probably just ignore that fact, but I'm putting that um analogy out there just to put it in perspective for anybody who'd be watching that say didn't look at it in that manner before. You are willingly caring you could willingly even though you don't know if you have it or not because it's um you know and some people say symptomatic Keeping that in mind, though, you could have it. And if you know that you could have it, then you should not be spreading that to somebody else. Now you are infringing on someone's rights.
0: Right. And this eventually just leads to like a societal collapse. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because like we now we have a currently currently we have a pandemic in the U.S. I mean, it's almost December uh, where it's gone way out of control to a point where I don't even know what can contain it at this point in America. Um, yes, like you, there are cases in Canada and the rest of the world, but I I, I think one of the dangers, and I'm a freedom guy, I'm a, I'm pro, you know, nothing is true, everything is permitted, kind of guy. At the same time, I think we have to acknowledge that one of the issues that come with this being pro freedom is there. It does come with cons. It does affect the society. There are, there are pros, but this risk of and we I talked about I think we talked about this, I, I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before. Actually, it was probably both because we're talking about social media, but this alternate realities that people are living in now, right? Mm-hmm. People just just wrong information just being f- flowed out everywhere. And when people act based on the wrong information received, that not all i mean yes it affects democracy to like a dangerous degree but it just affects people's lives you know because now there's a yeah. pandemic going around faster than like in this country more than anywhere else and i mean hospitals are getting filled up again uh connecticut like we're back at like 6 7% i know uh farnouche that you know you're you're the governor that you love and appreciate very much Oh, uh, don't get me started. On Governor Newsom. Uh, I'm going
2: to get canceled and kicked
0: off yeah, the show. Like last episode, Shaheen, don't, don't get me. Either. Let's <laughs>
1: not even go there. Cause I I've heard plenty about Newsom from other people. I don't even, you don't even, yeah, even
0: go there. I, I just, <laughs> but I know. But I, yeah, I'm going to get, know, get like, kicked
2: off the show again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you know, God. last time, last time wasn't intentional. <laughs> last time wasn't intentional. I don't know what happened there, but um, no, but I mean like people are shutting down the States um and you know you can agree or disagree with it but like some type of measure does you know it needs to be done and the problem is like we can't take the appropriate measure when ha- when two sides of the country live in two completely different realities because like yeah. one side will be like okay well this sounds reasonable or it might not sound reasonable we could do something better like you know like what well, i think weapon x is kind of on right uh, like we're like I don't agree with this but you know he uh, he at least acknowledges that COVID's a reality and something does need to be done about it versus yeah. the other side that believes this is a hoax and uh, n- everything needs to be completely open and He's covering no up so- Pizzagate you know no social yeah. distancing <laughs> and Obama's, Obama's drinking the blood of children mm. and you know these kind of things and I mean it's funny but right. it's also like
2: it's so bad. And uh, I don't know. What are these days? We got to get one of those guys on the show. The earth is flat
1: flat and also hollow. We know. I mean, it would make for an interesting
2: discussion. (laughs) I think it would draw in some more people too, because I mean, yeah, we have small differences, but they're very, you know, they're very small. I think that one of these times we really got to get like somebody with a really opposing view in here. <laughs> and we'll mm. see what happens. The yeah, problem I, mean, I have with that is, like, I don't mind yeah, ha- we, having. Me and talked about
1: this a little bit before our election analysis. Actually, I was thinking, like, what if we got like someone who's like an intelligent Trump supporter, and he brought up the problem is because we live in two completely different worlds. Basically, it wouldn't necessarily be a productive conversation. We would get their point of view,
0: yes, but
1: we, yeah, I mean, we'll just Shane, tap into their reality. Better, but
0: well Did i'm we just straight. saying we Just like <laughs> i mean i'm gonna say the same thing like we just basically all that happens is like we tap into the reality just like we, we basically just like well a conversation like that would just give us a scope of the i don't know the landscape of the world that they live in right, <laughs> um, right. yeah but uh I, I, my, my theory with Trump supporters is that like, you're either completely delusional and you have just been fed the wrong information, or if you're what I call, you know, a quote unquote smart supporter Trump supporter is someone who is like, probably like in wall street or just someone who's like very wealthy and just wants his tax cuts. Um, I mean like they're Mm. probably dirtbags and like, they, they just want the financial benefits that come with a Trump, uh, administration. Knowing the harm that comes with a Trump administration to everyone else, uh, or that, maybe they, a, or
1: maybe they think those aren't even real. They might think that's a conspiracy theory that like he's harming
0: people. Well, you then know? you're not a smart Trump supporter. Mm, right. You're just delusional, well, right? You know, what you, I mean, like, that just you know
2: the uh, you know the expression "take one for the team." I'm gonna do <laughs> that right now. I'm gonna do that right now. I'll take the book br- for both of you. You said intelligent slash smart Trump supporter. And that's an oxymoron. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, we, we were trying to keep as many viewers as possible for this. Why? you
2: can cancel me. I'll
1: get
0: kicked off
2: again. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I, uh, it's um, yeah. It's 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 a downward. Uh, it's a downward. Let spiral. me make that
2: clear. By the way, that's not a diss to Republicans. It's strictly aimed at Trump supporters. I don't have a problem right. with the Republican that, party. That's the thing too. You got to distinguish between,
1: like. Republicans aren't necessarily dumb, but Trump supporters, there's a good chance. There's something that yeah. you believe that's not accurate. They're missing a good chance.
0: chance. <laughs> but at the, <laughs> not but say at the same time, everyone, but right. And yeah, sure. There are Republicans like Mitt Romney and the current governor of Massachusetts and some yep. other governors too, uh, who have like spoken out against Trump and they even, some of them even voted to even like the senators like Mitt Romney voted to remove Trump from office. Uh, at the same time, you got to draw the line and hold people accountable because, at the end of the day, um, yeah, like sure, like Biden won, but Trump still got seventy three million votes. Uh, yeah, you was, know what I mean. It, so, was this
1: election more votes than any other
2: election previously? Right, like in total. I believe
0: so. Yeah, yeah. like because- it is a
2: scary number. I only so the only reason I look at it, you know, as maybe not to not as bad as it makes it look the numbers make it look is I believe a lot of people voted for Trump out of party loyalty versus actually being quote unquote Trump supporter. There is a good like, portion. There that, yeah. There's that. Yeah. yeah. But that's
0: but, to me, it's like that. How much, when do you break from your party? Like, what does it, if, if Donald Trump is, I to me, it just blows my mind because like, if Donald Trump doesn't break you out of that party loyalty mindset, then what does I like, that's, yeah, like, because like, I mean, like there have been some Republicans, because if you look at the uh, the results, uh, yeah, Joe Biden won, but the Republicans were able to like keep the Senate, um, assuming they win the two in Georgia, which I unfortunately, I think they will. And then there's, uh, and they're able to pick up some seats in the House. So what that tells mm-hmm. me is that a, um, a lot of Republicans voted for Biden for president, but they just voted Republican down ballot, right? so so it tells me that some people were able to break out of that party loyalty but again like i don't understand like you know and and i mean now we're just going you know we're further you know we're going further down and off topic but i mean like i'm a rabbit
2: hole and like yeah yeah, exactly and i
0: understand the democratic party isn't like the most appealing party but i don't know man like it's it just seems like the Democratic Party gets like way like because some people say the Democratic Party needs to be more effective at messaging and this and that. And like, yeah, definitely true. But at the same time, it's like, well, if the other yes, like if if the other side is Donald Trump, I don't understand like what the Democratic Party needs to tell you, like what special gifted up like in a you know cherry on top message do they need to really provide you? to make you not realize like okay maybe this one time i won't vote for donald trump because to it's, me, like that
1: do- i thought, well to bring us back to the second amendment and just like self-defense in general one major thing they could do is democrats actually coming out and saying they're pro second amendment because i know a lot of people who voted for trump only because he's more pro second amendment than a lot of democrats that they see or at yeah. least that's their interpretation of it even though trump is not necessarily pro second amendment he's passed certain restrictions during his presidency that are infringements like let's not get it twisted um but he's still viewed as more pro second amendment than like say joe biden or really any democrat that i've heard of um i mean tulsi gabbard might be a little more pro second amendment but she's not obviously in the running right now um anymore so it doesn't really matter but uh you know what I mean? I, like, I, I think Republicans... there's, a, there's, a, there's an impression of the Democrats as being anti Second Amendment and some people yeah. are one issue voters. Right. And like for them, guns is a big thing for, to a certain extent for some of them. I,
0: I definitely agree that like people who tend to vote Republican, like I think the Republican Party has a has an advantage here because they have more one issue voters than like we mm-hmm. then like my side does right like so like with some people they just don't give a shit they just care about guns so they vote republican or with some people they have no political opinion but they just hate abortion so they right. you know, they, yeah. they so they'll vote republican and so it's always like this one issue with them but but unfortunately with democrats it's like like a liberal voter like the candidate has to make sure they check every single box <laughs> and if yeah. not no Cancel culture. We're not gonna vote for this. I'm gonna write in Bernie. I'm gonna like mm-hmm. just write in giant media. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like the the left has more of that issue where when we vote, they, it has to be every single box. Now, luckily this year we were able to sort of like I think I think Trump fucked up so bad this year in general that I think people were just tired of his shit and we're like, okay, we're gonna we we really have to like get this guy out, but.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know, man. I think that's definitely an issue with the democratic party right now. Um, and yeah, I guess like they could come out and say they could be, they could come out and say like, yeah, we are pro second amendment, but at the same time, like I've heard Obama even say like, oh yeah. Like we're literally like, we're not taking your guns away. I'm for this. I'm for second amendment. Joe Biden has said it um like yeah every now and then you might have someone like or o'rourke like troll people and say like yeah we're gonna be are gonna come for your <laughs> ar-15s but oh, other beta. than that other oh, other than that man i think it's like there's that narrative that like the yeah. right have, have so successfully been able to like create where it's like they're coming for your guns and then they're gonna put you in these like camps like i they're they're so good at that and uh I don't know, man. Like Connecticut, is like one of the toughest, supposedly one of the toughest gun loss states. However, like yeah. we have me and I me have and Ke- an AR
1: fifteen. So
0: yeah, like Keith there has an go. AR fifteen. Uh, <laughs> me and Keith have a have a mutual friend that has like that owns multiple guns. Like yeah, Keith, took is your a-
2: AR automatic? i was just curious. ARs
1: an AR can't be automatic. Technically, there's no automatic ARs. It would be an M4 then, M4. if I if it had um.
2: Okay, let me rephrase that. Can, can, are you allowed in Connecticut to carry a um, an automatic weapon? Not if you're only
1: if you're former military or police or uh, corrections, actually.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much the same here. We we mm-hmm. I, I believe we have very similar uh, gun laws. It's not probably not exact, but it's very similar. California has yeah. California some pretty harsh. Changed, gun,
0: I
1: know they recently changed it to, so, like, laws. my style AR you can't own like. You can't buy now. Like, I think a few months ago, they changed, like, a law. So, I technically have an AR other. So, it's, like, there are little differences between that and, like, a full AR-15 legally that make it so I can own that gun and, like, purchase it and buy parts for it and stuff like that. But I think in California, they recently changed it for some reason. I don't... I mean, it's the same Yeah, they have...
2: just. They've got weird things over here. Like, for example, the, um, my buddy mine owns an AK. And... There's a little pin on the clip. I'm not familiar with the term, but there's a little pin on the clip that would allow you to just um, easily load and unload. You just press the clip and it drops.
1: Yeah, it's just a release. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: it's a release. There you go. And we're actually not allowed to have the release on here. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Okay. We so actually have
2: now? to. Well, I mean, it's it like I said, this is a different kind of release. It's like a little pin. And it just goes in like this, versus like a traditional release. It's like for supposedly to unload the clip faster and um oh, okay yeah. you know we're just just dropping that versus mm. and um they're not allowed to have those you have the uh, and you're also not allowed to uh, uh make certain modifications to it
1: yeah we have there's like small things you can't do like i mean trump got rid of bump stocks which i mean i don't really know how that makes sense i don't know what they do really like that affects the Way the arm up the firearm operates um technically I'm not allowed to have a stock on my gun but I can have a pistol brace which is the exact same thing it's just a different name I don't so I yeah <laughs> it's like a it's like a little legal like difference that I don't I don't know
2: and forgive me for anybody who's watching the, the if I'm butchering any of this I'm not I don't claim to be a gun expert or anything I just have my minor knowledge uh but yeah. Do again you any furnish I don't currently but that's because i choose not to because of uh the people that i live with do we have guns in the house yes uh, i personally don't own any but um when i do leave yes i do intend to uh, purchase a firearm nice
1: yeah Shaheen, yeah, f- i got to bring you to the range sometime too so you can yeah, try nah, out the...
0: no nah, dude i'm down for sure for sure yeah. um once this covid thing settles down a little bit
1: yeah thankfully the vaccine shit looks like it's uh going well um listen man I wouldn't do I, it. I know Battle I know it I know it's a reptilian you, you uh, conspiracy.
0: Don't do uh, it, man. <laughs> don't do it. They're going to inject you with whatever QAnon believes they drink the blood I, I don't know. But... Yeah, the blood
1: they drink the blood of, of virgin children. Um
2: great right. for Bohemian Grove.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, the ones that they don't sacrifice to Moloch, the owl god, um yeah. they take the blood of those children that they don't sacrifice. And uh <laughs> And they're also My putting man. a microchip in it that you know controls your thoughts, uh, downloads it to the FBI. You know, it's it's good, you know, stuff like that.
2: Uh, I got, think we got to have Alex
1: Jones on,
0: but uh, we're gonna have
2: Alex Jones and then toss Vinnie Paz on here too. Oh, dude, that would be so sick. <laughs> Is Vinnie Paz? So uh, it,
0: it, I mean, I know Vinny's big on uh, conspiracy theories. Like, I know that's his thing. But I, like, I wish
2: we would have had on him, him on, him him on him on him. this show because he's a big gut <laughs> guy.
0: Yeah, we got to reach out. We got to see see what he's doing.
2: Yeah. For, for sure man AR, for sure. the AR-15 leave you still a stone <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah okay. um, alright guys I think, all right. good, uh, I think this is a good I think it's a good place to end it Um. Right. any uh, any final thoughts
2: okay well one thing that I want to say which I really don't say on these episodes too much but I probably should say more is uh, you know for everybody watching we appreciate it um Your opinions are valued as well. So um, for everybody that's subscribing and viewing, please feel free to comment. We do comment back. We do appreciate the discourse as well. If If this show could be live, we would do that as well. We'll figure out how to do that in the future. But for now, please reach out to us on our IG or on our YouTube where you can comment and please contribute to the discussion. I know we had a great discussion last time um on uh one of the episodes i think what was it uh which one was it shaheed the episode where we had the the bit of dialogue um in that was our, the election um, analysis think, right yeah episode, i think that right? that was yeah, yeah. What,
0: what, what about that episode
1: like we had um, questions and answers right, oh, right, well, right, we right had right, questions right, and right, answers and then right, we, we had the,
2: and then uh, afterwards in the dialogue we had um um the homie from Heru Heru debating with the, uh, the other dude in our. Uh, oh, right.
0: Right. On the, on the comments. Yeah. There, there was a, dis- mm. there was a bit of disagreement. That was, I think that was for uh, like when you, when we brought Del on and. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. But yeah, no, we appreciate all of that as long as it's simple. So, you know, go ahead, drop a comment. Let us know what you think of the episodes and, you know, whether you agree, disagree and, you know, continue that dialogue and uh, we'll respond back. So. appreciate
1: it for sure i will say that any any tool you decide to use to defend yourself make sure you know how to fucking use it that's my only that's all i ask learn how to use your shit that you're going to use
2: because otherwise
1: you're a liability to everyone else um and then uh shaheen any final words
0: um Praise Ahura Mazda. Glory, I was gonna know well, I was gonna say glory to Allah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> praise, nah, Odin. Like, praise Odin. Right. Well, praise Odin. <laughs> shall
2: we all those in a few weeks, so <laughs> yeah, it's it is less than a month. Oh, all shit. right, man. Maybe well, that should next... be a t- uh, Maybe we should just shout out that. Actually, no, I don't uh we'll make mention of it in an episode. I don't think it's quite enough to actually discuss, but we'll make mention of it.
1: All right, yeah, get some get some uh, question and answer from
0: your Iranian fans, and then yeah, let's do it. We'll see. All right, guys. <laughs> until, until, until next time.